<laughs> Mojo going. Ooh, I need my soundbox. Lose it. Lose it? Okay, shh. Sorry. You should be. Welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast. Excuse me while I jump in an acid lake, or run underneath the falling building, or, never mind. Listen to these dumb meatbags <laughs> talk about it. I'm with the show. Call this meatbags. Thanks, Autopilot. Meatbags? Bag of computer chips. Uh, I'm Joe. I'm Adam. Hey! I'm Shannon. Where's my hay? I'm Angela. You're here every week. I am a meatbag named Matt. Meatbag Matt. <gasps> Meatbag Matt. Meatbag Matt. And we welcome Adam back to the podcast. It's been a long month, buddy. <laughs> I was I like missed two of them. The last one was you guys' fault. I'm We're so glad you could be here. So glad. I know. We're just making you feel bad. <laughs> just well, been sitting here working. this whole time like <laughs> I'm waiting. But you're finally here, so that's good. Just to talk about these two movies. We would have loved to have you last week when we were talking about the religious crap movies. Um <laughs> but instead me and Angela got well, into an yeah. argument. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I sat there and I watched just them. Just a little bit. I thought it was. A, I, I enjoyed watching them again. Well, that's more than I can say for well, myself. Um, yeah, but no. this week we've got two movie twins that are more uh, twinny than uh, the last set. These are uh, Dante's Peak and Volcano. A lot of star power combined in these movies. Uh, let's. I guess we'll find out in a little bit if that star power added to anything other than garbage. But uh, until we get to there. <laughs> Adam, we've missed you. Let's Flame hear some recommendations garbage. for from the last few weeks. Um, oh man, last few weeks it's been a lot of uh, uh, micro dirty jobs. Oh so, wow, love micro. Yeah, my I, I really enjoy the show, but Isaac really likes the show. So at night, um, he's always like when the little boys go to bed, he's like, "Dad, can we watch your dirty jobs?" <laughs> so yeah, sure. So and then uh, just the Olympics, man. Oh, That's you're right. you're into the Olympics. Oh, anytime the Olympics are on, don't get me wrong. I'm like, I, I, I watch it. I'm like, I don't care about cross country skiing, but I watch it. Sure, <laughs> sure, I get it. Um, yeah. America. Uh, and then, uh, and America. then the only other thing I got. I mean, those are my recommendations for watching. But then I uh, started a book called The Fire. Actually, I started a while ago. Only got like 15 pages in, but I'm almost done with it. I picked it up Friday again. Um, Almost done. It's called The Fire and the Forge. And it's kind mm. of uh, Greek mythology, kind of meets um, Lord of the Rings ish. Mm. It, it's pretty cool. So, um, yeah, it's a pretty good book. So mm. Who wrote that their book? What's that? Who wrote that book? Who is the author? Uh, Jack, uh, I forget his last name. Squash! Me off. Oh, sorry. Uh. <laughs> Captain Jack? Well, yeah. yeah. Captain Jack Sparrow. Um, I can tell you here in a second because I looked him up because my sister got me this book um, because it's a series and she's like, well, if in case you liked it, I wanted you to have um, another one. So, mm-hmm. uh, that was also nice. Of so me. the going name right now, I think the winner was Jack Meoff. Let's see if the real name is anything better. Oh, I think it's Gertz. It's G E. It's G E U R T S. Gertz, yeah, I guess that's yeah. Meoff's way better. Meoff, Captain. Maybe better. that's his middle name. Yeah. Captain Jack. Yeah. yeah. Meoff Gertz. You have a Kindle Unlimited account. It's free on Kindle Unlimited. Nice. Oh, oh. Yeah. little pitch for Kindle there. There you go. 
not moviedummies.com. Is this, uh, you said you're almost done with it. Is it up to the fantasy genre stuff you've uh, recommended before? Is it up to snuff? Um, yeah, it's like I said, it's a little different. I mean, it definitely is fantasy genre. It's not the kind of fantasy genre I'm used to. Um, like I said, it kind of, it's not Greek mythology, but it's very much Greek mythology-esque, if that makes sense, because it's kind of like gods against men, sort of. Not Greek. Um, oh, okay. Huh? Yeah, it's weird. Um, and the one thing the writer doesn't do, or the one thing the writer does that I don't like, he'll be like, he's explaining like the creatures, and he calls it a kangaroo in the book. Sure. But then he goes, it's like, it's an animal, like a kangaroo. Then he switches over and just calls it what it is in that world. I'm like, if you're just going to do it, describe it. You know, don't call it a kangaroo and then call right. it what it is because it just doesn't stay consistent with staying in this realm. Oh, I but, see. Uh, but it's pretty good. It's not bad. Um, but kangaroos don't exist here, so this is a jabberwocky pocket. Then, then why <laughs> is he said? Is it set up it like he's like explaining kangaroo. it to Earthlings? What's that? Is it is it set up like he's explaining it to people for like an, a reader on Earth? Like, why would he say no, kangaroo? No, no, it's it's set. I know that's what I'm saying. It's weird. So anytime he describes any creature, he uses like an Earth creature, but then he just keeps it in that realm the rest of the time. I'm like, it kind of ruins it. It kind of yeah, takes kinda you dumb. out of the animal. Pick one. It's weird. It's right. It's not what I would have done. Just You would have done better just to describe the animal um, the way it is and let the imagination take over. And if I come up with a kangaroo, awesome. But just describe the animal. But that's just me. But it's, I mean, he writes 20 times better than I ever could, so I can't complain too much. So, Well, I see. That sounds oh, awesome. interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. So that's my recommendations. There you go. All right. Well, oh, 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 can I ask oh. Adam? Oh, go ahead. Did you watch the opening for the Olympics? I did. I did. I watched most of the opening for the Olympics. Yes. I actually this we week showed it in class. <clears throat> oh, that's really cool. That's kind of neat. Be able to student have your students be able to see that. But they didn't Those think it was real. Kid- <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I'm not most kidding. Kids today wouldn't watch the Olympics anyways. Like. I'll tell the kids the Olympics are on, like any kid I talk to. And I'll sign my family, they're like, the Olympics are on? What are the Olympics? I was like, are you serious right now? <laughs> but. Wow. The Olympics aren't celebrated like they were when we were kids, I don't think. You I, know? Well, I just don't think kids watch TV. Not That's the, the other winter. thing. And there's no Olympics on Netflix, so they don't know what it is. Yeah. Or YouTube. Yeah, it's really yeah. hard to find. We had a lot less channels back in the day. I mean, well, we I had like 12 channels growing up, and. and <laughs> one of them was always the Olympics when the Olympics were on. <laughs> so, sure. You know, I don't remember watching the Olympics as a kid. I do. Uh, Tangentially, like it's not like I sat there and watched all of it, but that's, you know, it would be on. We'd watch. I'd watch some of it. I mean, I definitely remember like the Summer Olympics being more important in than the Winter Olympics. Well, I remember when they used to be combined. Yeah. Hmm. Well, they weren't exactly combined. The Winter Olympics would just be later that year. Right, right, right. The same year is what I'm saying. Yeah, they'd be on the same year. But now they're on alternating two-year mm-hmm. shifts. And NBC got the bright idea, well, we can maximize our uh, coverage here and do this every two years instead of every four. Get that advertising money in, ka-ching, ka-ching. Yep. It works for them. works for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I, if it wasn't gymnastics or figure skating, I really wasn't interested. 
And and now and now, quite frankly, I I just could not care less. Perfect. Hmm. As far as I know, America's getting destroyed in the medal count. By who? Yeah, they're only like they're like sixth right now. They got like nine total medals or something like that, or like Jesus. Yeah, I think I saw dominating. They got like twenty three medals now. Who it is? Jeez Louise. Norway. Nice. Norwegian. I, I got a uh, alert on my phone that Sean White won a medal. Or something. Yes, he won gold in uh, the half pipe. And that made me laugh because we just watched uh, right. Friends with Benefits where he was a total douchebag. Raging dick in that <laughs> and that's what made me think. And that's what it made me think of. Well, while you're thinking about that, tell us about your recommendations. Um, I only have one recommendation this week, and okay. it's somewhat premature because I've only seen one episode. Oh, Prima. but Premature my recommendation, recommendation is Riverdale. Oh boy! Oh, good luck. Good <laughs> now people are into I'm going, it. Now I'm going to preface this by saying it's a terrible show. <laughs> it is a garbage town show. It's it's probably somewhere north <laughs> of Grey, Grey's it. Anatomy, but south of Supernatural. But people are into it. I love it. It's like you're you're along with like the ride Degrassi. with millions of other people, man. So people mm-hmm. love it. It's it's like Degrassi for the for this generation for Archie and Comics. I think that's why I love it. <laughs> I don't know if it's meant for our generation or like the new generation or what, I, but it reminds me of Degrassi, and I love it. You know, I think it's just. Meant I hope for people it continues who like it. to be the perfect amount of garbage. Sure, <laughs> it's just meant for people who like it, man. And if you're one of those people, enjoy. Shannon gave it a whirl. She didn't right. like how much drama there was. I was like, nope. See, that's one of the things I love about it. The teen drama. <laughs> like, it, it makes me feel like I'm, you know, 16 years old just watching them Canadians get abortions and stuff. You know, I'm just... <laughs> okay. But Shannon's a special case. You know, she... <laughs> no. if, if I wasn't making her, she would have gave up on The Office a long time ago. And now yeah. we're, in, we're in season five and she's finally really starting to enjoy it. So, I mean, that tells you... Yeah. Uh-huh. Just how long some things take to get going. Uh-huh. So she she gave up on Riverdale. Sometimes. You stick with it. Tell us how it is. I watched it. I, watched I will stick with it. I three. don't think that... I, I don't think that if you stuck with it, you would like it, Shannon. I, I, <laughs> I, I think you would hate it. I think it I all, made the right choice. Yeah. It's more Gossip Girl than it is anything she would like. Yeah. I watched yeah, I Pretty so. Little Liars long enough to be like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I really tried. Just wasn't my there thing. You go. Got Archie Comics and Jughead and Veronica and yep, some and fake I, redhead. Betty and Cheryl Blossom and Josie and the Pussycats come in later. I hear. Well, I, I, I don't know. I'm. The fuck is happening? Right. I, I've, I've never really been a. I've never been a an Archie Comics fan at all. Like I've. A, I, I have no idea what I'm getting into. Well, there you go. Now you now know. For the longest time, I thought Archie. Bazooka Joe and Archie were the same thing. So. No. <laughs> you know what I have to say about that? Inconceivable. <laughs> oh, and disappointed. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, if you're done, they were both blonde. I don't know. Yep, all done. Sure, Matt. What do you got, buddy? Well, uh, to the. Uh, uh, Recent holiday, ah. we went to see Black Panther for Valentine's Day. Aww. 
Ooh, how'd you like it? It was awesome. Um, That's what I hear resoundingly. Well, you're not going to hear there... that from me. No? No. <sighs> but go ahead, Matt. There were some parts that, or some things about it that weren't as awesome, I guess, but it was still overall a, a great movie. Hmm. Anything else? <laughs> I don't know how much I want to say before I get lambasted on the internet. Really? <laughs> uh, I didn't like it. Yeah, I don't know. It had a lot of action, a lot of laughs. It's it's basically what you're looking for in a Marvel movie. Hmm. Um, it's it's hard. As to far talk as about. other recommend, what? It's hard to talk about. Not really. I... It's on my list. Okay, well then, I... me, Matt, and Shannon will have a mini discussion about it without spoiling. I didn't like it that much. I think it's the one of the weakest Marvel movies they made. Um, I would th- I would say it's about as good as Wonder Woman, but. Wonder Woman's not that good compared to other Marvel movies. And there's just a few specific things I really didn't like about it. Like the, the action sequences I thought were all garbage. and uh, All of them? Pretty much. Any, the only time that they were good is when the chick from The Walking Dead was doing it. Who's hitting their microphone? Michonne. What? I said Michonne. Michonne, yeah. Someone's like tapping their yeah. microphone. Uh, that, because that's she was fighting with a spear, which was essentially a bow staff. So they had to pull the camera out for her to do her action. And let's just all admit right now, she's freaking awesome. Um, did all the gangs want? Her? She's really good with it. What's that? Said all the gangs want her because she's really good with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but she was. But every other action sequence was really far pushed in, and I hate that. It's become a pet peeve of mine. It was very much quick cut. Close-up camera fighting bullcrap, and in the age of John Wick and Daredevil, or not Dare, yeah, Daredevil and Deadpool, where they actually pull the camera out and watch you get to see the star of the show actually do the fight, you know, the fighting, which they didn't even have to do. They could have had the stunt double do it. Black Panther's in a freaking suit, but they didn't decide to go that way, and I don't really care for it that much. Mm. The his suit looked like crap a lot of the time too. I don't know if they had to touch it up constantly, but the CGI in his suit wasn't very good. I don't know what the deal is there. You what? think they could have just had him in a suit? I was just going to ask why would he why would he be in a CGI suit? I don't know if I don't know. I don't know if it was too hot on set. I don't know if they just had him in a mocap suit. I don't or, know if they had Well, the 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 suit itself had a thing where like if you hit it, it would store yeah. kinetic energy and they had to show the kinetic energy blah 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 blah. They didn't I mean, I guess necessarily have to, but they chose to. Yeah, I don't know if I they mean, had him it in a, a dif- it, it's a different suit than what he's in in Civil War. Mm-hmm. Yes. He wears that suit in the beginning oh. and even that suit at sometimes it's just they didn't capture the light on it correctly when they were doing it in the CGI. Because a lot of this movie plays out in the dark, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So it, they, I don't know. I just, it, I did, it didn't catch me the at the beginning. <laughs> and this is really sad too, because the act, the acting performances in this movie are second to none. Uh, mm-hmm. Chadwick Boseman, Michael B. Jordan, the chick who plays Michelle, and I can never say her name right. Her name's Denai. Uh, they're supremely good actors. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Even yeah, yeah. Sherlock himself. No, 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 no. Watson. Watson. Martin Freeman, he's one of my favorite actors. He's good yeah. in it. Everybody's really solid in it. The dialogue's really good. And it's just I didn't... I haven't written my review yet for it, but I was just disappointed 
that it didn't have one of those moments where it got me. Like everything I expected to happen. And that is kind of what disappointed me. Like The script was too basic. Yes. Like in Civil War, uh, is it Infinity War? I don't know. In the movie where Ant-Man gets big, that surprised me. You know, there was not a single moment in this movie that I was like, wow. You would just say that it was very, very predictable. Everything was predictable. And that kind of bummed me out. But it was still a good see. I'm glad I saw it on big screen. But Yeah, I mean, it's better than... I would say it's actually like better than Wonder Woman. But for an MCU movie, I don't think it's like solid enough. I don't think it holds up to their lineup. I really don't. It's around Iron Man 2 levels. Yeah. So, well, I mean, even the worst Marvel movie is still correct. Like, I don't. It, we we have this DC gluttony movie. of movies we can complain about, you know. But I'm saying, but like, it to me, like, I just I would want more, especially from the guy Ryan Coogler who directed Creed, hey, Little Mermaid. He knows how to direct fighting where the actors are actually doing the fighting. <laughs> you just say Little Mermaid. So it kind of leads me to believe that like Chadwick Boseman can't handle more. the action. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to. Yeah, you meant to do it. You did it on purpose. <laughs> but anyways, I, I, that's the only thing I can think of. It, like in Iron Fist, they had to cut around what's-his-nuts from Game of Thrones because he couldn't handle the action. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of the fight scenes looked like crap. I wonder if Chadwick Boseman can't handle it. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. He seemed so, to cause... do an all right job in, in Civil War. But... Right. Yeah, most of the fights he does, like 90-some percent of the fights... They could use a stunt double, like you said, because he's in a suit. So I don't think that's it. Yeah, you know, what? Marvel has a thing where, like, in Spider-Man Homecoming, even the stuff that was CGI'd Spider-Man, Tom Holland did all of it. Every single move that Spider-Man makes on that screen was done by Tom Holland in a mocap suit. So I don't know if they're doing that with Chadwick Boseman 2 or not. I just, you know, I'm not here to bad talk the movie. I think it's great. Um, A lot of people, I think are claiming it's the best movie of the MCU for political correctness well, reasons, they're wrong, not on so. its merit. Um, oh, but that's that's what I heard going into it, that it's the godfather of the MCU. And I just didn't, it did not live up to that hype, which might be sort of my problem. I'll have to watch it again to, I guess, really be able to form a complete opinion on it. Yeah, it is really hard when you have somebody, <clears throat> or when the hype is really, really big and so you go into a movie thinking, oh, this is going to be amazing, and it doesn't hold up. I mean. Yeah. And it's, it, you know, it's still a good movie, but it's oh, not mean, as good as, you know. Every single person in the movie is a phenomenal actor. Like, you, right. it's, it's a recipe for success. And I'm glad it did really well. I'm, You know, it's like the fifth largest gross of all time or something like that, opening weekend. So, I mean, that's that's great. Great for that movie. Um I kind of want to see another one for sure. I want to see more of all these characters for sure, but I, I just don't want to see that close up. And in my review on the, on the moviedummies.com, what I said was the elevator fight in captain America, winter soldier was actually farther pulled back than all of the fights in black Panther. And it was in an elevator. It was in a cramped space. So there, to me, there's almost no excuse in this day and age to do something like that. So, Matt, yes. Thoughts? Did you did you have a problem with the action at all, or you didn't notice it, or it didn't take you out? You're not as picky as me. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess I'm not as picky. I, 
like, I think there are parts of Daredevil and other other uh, TV shows or whatever that you mentioned that do take up close. But like you said, yeah, they are tend to be more farther drawn back. But that doesn't really bother me, I guess. Hmm. I don't know. I thought it was just as good. I guess. Um, yeah, it's, it's to me, it's always done as a cheat, and I, like I never understood it in the Bourne series because Matt Damon and the stunt doubles and all the stunt workers worked tirelessly and they have like behind behind the scenes footage of them doing those fights in a single take without being close and cutting and chopping it all mm. up and those fights are awesome i don't know why right who was that paul greengrass or somebody whoever that director was decided to do that quick cut style yeah greengrass. it became popularized in the born movies and it's used to crap effect sense and i I've, I've never really been a fan of it would you say crap and crap effect oh so that didn't I, sound right. I want to see that camera pulled back, and I want, like, every time deny whatever her face is, uh, Michonne from The Walking Dead, every time she's got her spear out and she's kicking the crap somebody. That was great. And let's uh, let's not spare any uh, compliments for her. Her bow staff work is legit awesome. <laughs> right. She's either going to kill you with a katana on The Walking Dead, or she's going to whoop your freaking can with... Uh, with the spear in Black Panther. Yeah, so I guess that's my feelings on Black Panther. Um, Matt, you got any more recommendations, buddy? Uh, nothing new. Uh, we started watching more uh, Punisher. It's great. Mm. Uh, we're slow, slowly getting through it. Gotcha. Um, I also have started playing Overwatch competitively. Ooh. And it's, it's real, real fun. It's it's a bit of a thrill, really. I mean, the, when you get into the competitive stuff, it's like, man, it gets intense. Have you played Division? Bull, bull, bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I have played Division before. He he has played it. He said he didn't like it that much. Hmm. I'm curious how they compare. They're not the same. Mm. Good to know. They're both shooters. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. Well, they're both both played multiplayer, but yeah. Shooter that's, that's here. Their only similarities. Pretty much. That's. Someone's name Shooter. From McGavin? My- oh, thank you. Shooter McGavin. Shoo, shoo, shoo. Pew, All right, pew. well, Shannon, what do you got to recommend uh, besides Black Panther? Um, I don't... Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm not going to talk anymore about Black Panther. I have a Hallmark recommendation. Sorry to ruin your Black Panther party. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. That would have made that movie just a little bit more... If Forrest Gump showed up? <laughs> It would have, especially at the beginning, because I thought they were Black Panther people. I'm with sure their there's guns at least five five thousand memes going around with Forrest Gump. Yeah, has inserted to. in there. Back on the oh, Hallmark, dear. I know you're oh, so Hallmark. excited to hear. Ooh. I watched a nobody cares Hallmark movie called Winter's Dream, starring oh. Dean Cain. Oh, Dean Cain's back! The yeah. most Hallmarked movie actor of all time. Is he really? I oh, thought yeah. he's dead. He is not dead. He is not. <laughs> He's not career-wise. And in Hallmark <laughs> movies. <laughs> oh, my. So what? That's the two things he's in right now. This movie, it gets an okay review. It was a cute movie. It wasn't all too much love and romance. It was more of a story about a young girl overcoming her fear of skiing Ooh. and being competitive. And a coach who used to be a U.S. Um, skier who, let's say, got injured and didn't medal, and so she couldn't face going back to the sport. 
and she ends up coaching the girl. So they both kind of overcome things, and mm. it's not about lovey-dovey and falling in love. So Adversity. to me, I enjoyed it. So go watch. And, it, and at the end, they fall in love. And, no, <laughs> they do. They kiss at the end. But it's not... Ooh. <laughs> Matt, you I forgot about it. that. <laughs> they don't fall in love. They just say, like, ooh. And he's like, I like you. I'm staying. And oh, I thought it was like, a lady Aw. coach. It is a lady coach. And a lady skier. And a, the daughter of Dean Kane is the daughter. Oh, that's okay. I got gotcha. you. I thought that the coach that and the skier. Sounds illegal. <laughs> no. No. Go Michigan State. No. So. Oh. <laughs> so that's my hallmark <laughs> recommendation. Guy, guy got like 200 years in jail. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So yay. 200 head years. Anyways, is that go even ahead. Legal? What's, what's next that's non-Hallmark? Oh, yeah, yeah. non-Hallmark recommendation is a movie I forgot to mention last week. Ooh. Me and the kids went and saw Peter Rabbit. Oh, yeah. And I oh, how was it? really enjoyed it. I was pleasantly surprised how much humor with destroying someone's life. Really, it looked like they were going <laughs> to kill poor Dom. It's our buddy Dom Hall Gleason. Dom Hall Gleason. Right? Was he screaming like lemon grab in this movie too? It was great. It really was. Like, unacceptable! <laughs> it was wonderful. But it kind of upset me because across social media, people were so upset that the rabbits. Oh my gosh, yeah. They, it caused a storm on the internet. It did because the rabbits were shooting blackberries at him and he's highly allergic to blackberries and they're like that's so offensive people are making fun of people with allergies and i was like no one's making fun of anyone crying out loud it's the world we live in guys i was like people allergic to berries to got their day in the sun you know he was trying Um, to blow up the bunnies and kill them too you know and in the beginning, the old guy was going to chop them up and eat them for it's stew. It's just a movie. Exactly. It's it was fake. It's just a movie. It's not real. People have... Maybe not to you, but rabbits talk to me all the time. <laughs> well. <laughs> I cannot believe that every, literally everything is offensive nowadays. It yeah. is. Everything. I'm kind of offended by that. I'm sure somebody <laughs> would be. Triggered. If you could go see Peter Rabbit, go see it. It's a great movie to see on the big screen. Yeah, Even if, then, you got to see it when it comes out. If you're a big old floppy out. pusswad, don't go see it, I guess. A what? <laughs> a right? big old you floppy pusswad. Wash your mouth up with soap. <laughs> you know what? Kiss my... Bartholi. <laughs> Mine's better. No, it's not. So what else you got, Peter Rabbit? Did you like James Corden? Was he fine? Yeah, he was the rabbit. No doy. That's what I'm asking you. Yes, I did. Good lord. Uh-huh. I what wasn't a- taking a flyer on is he in the movie or not. I knew what part he played. This is my angry face that you tell. cannot see. Well, How listeners, was she's How giving was me Robbie? an angry face. Very good. Like, yeah. Like, innocent, naive. There's no way. So... And who isn't Rose Byrne the chick sure in the movie? I wasn't sure how she'd be as a, as a uh, voice actress. I mean, she's a really good actress, actress. I just wasn't sure if she's... Yeah, I really, there was this. It takes to be dynamic without her looks. Right. She must have played one of the sisters because there's three bunny sisters. Uh, Yeah, the flopsy, mopsy, cottontail. I have the perfect face for voice acting. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) (laughs) This is why this is a podcast, not a vidcast. 
Yeah. <laughs> that is all I have for this week. I had okay. Black Panther, I had my Hallmark movie, and I had Peter Rabbit. So, did right. I recommend the book that awesome. I read? Yes, you did. Last week you recommended the book. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I'm reading another book. It's The book. Curious Case of Juniper McGee's Fart in the Middle of Church. or some, It was a really long name. I don't remember no, what it was. The... <laughs> yeah, 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 nobody cares. Never mind. <laughs> but she, I read. But she was about to recommend. What? Say what now? Who? <laughs> what? Huh? Huh? But hmm? you can hey. find my movie review of Winter's Dream and Peter Rabbit on moviedummies.com. Okay. Go me. So, what about yeah. you, Joe? Did I saw you? Black okay, Panther. You, you can find that review on moviedummies.com, like I said before. <laughs> He's so nonchalant. I watched a four-episode miniseries on Netflix called Retribution. It's a British <laughs> television miniseries type of deal. It is very bleak. There's na- nary one joke in the whole four hours, <laughs> I don't think. But it's really well acted, and it had a twist I did not see coming. Oh. Wow. Yes. Cool. It's I like very, those. Uh, it, it's very difficult to surprise you. I I guess I'm arrogant enough to think so, but this one did it. I did not. It I did mean, it? in the last episode, they hint at the thing, and I was like, no way. And then it happened, and I was like, no way. So, I mean, it, it's not like it was a complete surprise, but it was a complete surprise. That's what she said. So, no huh. way. I do recommend you watch <laughs> it. It is drama for your mama. So don't expect to get a chuckle anywhere, uh, but it, I want it's really good. I action for my... You know them Brits can act. Something. That's why they come yeah, over here and do British, yeah, British people are... Or British television is usually really funny Superior. or really depressing. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is along with really well depressing acted. note. Do they uh, have good accents? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a... It takes place in Scotland, in so you get some Scottish. So it's good. Scottish. Scottish. Nice. Scottish, yep. Scottish. Scottish. The other movie. I should talk like this. That's kind of like this, right? This is Scottish. <laughs> yes. That's perfect Scottish. <laughs> Except you have to throw oh. in a howdy. Scottish. Howdy. Howdy. Yeah, howdy. howdy and good day are both Scottish. Oh, good day. <laughs> now I think we just sound like some weird fellas. I don't even know what yeah, I'm three doing. Three sizes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the size of a tangerine. Perfect. I think we just Mike make up O'Kane. our own. You say my cocaine, and that's how you say Michael Caine in Michael Caine's accent. Michael Caine. You say my cocaine. My cocaine. I heard he has been banned from every public transportation system in every yeah, major city. I don't know if that's real or if that's a meme. I don't know if it's ben. real or if it's a meme either, but it's it's hilarious if yeah, it's I think true. So. If he actually banned said that. What? And he said he's been banned from every I, I public know. transportation system in every city, but some place in Australia, uh, Melbourne. Melbourne. And he's like, he was just like, I don't know, I don't know what I have to do to get banned from Melbourne. Right, but I'm going to keep going and trying. <laughs> so, anywho, right, but I'm going to, I'm going to try. Anyway, Next thing I want to recommend is a thing. please watch. It's a movie called Last Flag Flying with Steve Carell, Lawrence Fishburne, and Brian Cranston, and they're the principal actors in the movie. It's pretty much all about them. They play Vietnam buddies who Aww. go on a road trip to pick up and then take home Steve Carell's son who was killed in Iraq. Oh. Yeah. Sounds Ugh. depressing. So it, seems de- it is depressing like in that sense, but it's a Richard Linklater film, so it's actually a comedy. Um, and there's what? a lot of comedy in it. 
Hmm. Yeah, it's it's actually really funny. And these guys are actors. They're actors, actors, right? They're all really good. Are you sure they're actors? Yeah, and they're Lawrence not Fishburne. Something else, like people. Adam, you would like this movie because Lawrence Fishburne plays a preacher. Who, oh, when he gets when he gets around his old buddies, the uh, the collar comes off a little bit, <laughs> and it just goes to <laughs> it helps to remind you. Just like I would remind oh, anyone anyone who's ever met Adam when he was you know Pastor Adam is that every pastor out there used to be somebody's dumb friend. And (laughs) Adam is and was my dumb friend. So, I mean, uh, and these guys knew Lawrence Fishburne's character before he was ever with the Lord and stuff. So, it he the veneer comes off pretty quick. (laughs) He has he's part of a lot of the comedy. It's very funny. Hmm, I could see that. And Brian Cranston plays against type. He plays uh, the loudmouth, brash, no manners type of guy, which is... Like Dwight? No. Like Hammond Druthers? Who? Worse. I heard food. Worse than Hammond Druthers? Yeah, because he's like an alcoholic and, you know, he's just... Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And Steve Carell plays pretty much in type where he's he's like a... He's just a simple man and he's very soft-spoken and, yeah. Hmm. But it's very well done, very well acted. I think you should watch it. Last okay. Flag Flying? Last Flag Flying. Where do we find it? On demand. At your rental store. Oh, is it a new release? Is that what um, you're I think it's on demand right now. Did it give you a moaner? No, that's not a word. <laughs> um, the last thing I want to recommend, <laughs> I highly, highly, highly recommend, and if you have a chance yet to see that's it what a moaner is. in the theater, if it's still out there, please go see it. It's called The Greatest Showman with Huge Ackman. I hear it's amazing. Well, here it's great. I'm Joe took really Lucy. Bad. I took Lucy on a Valentine's for Day. For Valentine's Day. And about Boo. 90 seconds in, I started crying and I stopped when I left the theater. It's so emotionally, <laughs> it grips you so hard emotionally <clears throat> through the whole movie. It doesn't stop. So you had a moaner while you watched this movie. It's not a word. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Jackman gives oh, bullshit. Yeah. Oh, perfect timing. Go ahead, Matt. Hugh Jackman mm-hmm. gives Matt a boner? No, I was... <laughs> That's what I yeah, thought he was... No, moner. Oh. <laughs> oh. He had a pretty good 2017, bookending it with Logan and The Greatest Showman. Man, that's a pretty solid year for him. Um, He's just not my type for a, for a boner no. unless he has a shirt up. Well, Ooh. he doesn't at all in The Greatest Showman. <laughs> him and Zac Efron kept their shirts on the whole time, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Weird. Impressive. Yep. Whoever the director or producer is does not know how to sell a film. <laughs> I think they're doing just fine. Yeah. They both have great voices. Yep. They Wasn't have a song together in the movie. Jackman too. on Broadway? He's done Broadway before. Yeah. Yeah. He won a Tony, I think. And geez, Efron could sing without anything, I think. Yeah, he does. So. He's worked hard on it. Ever he since he had to have his, just admit it. his voice dubbed over in, in uh, High School Musical, the first one. Mm-hmm. He couldn't sing back then. But anywho, mm. uh, I highly recommend The Greatest Showman. Go see it in a theater if you can. If you can't, wait for it on uh, this DVD or whatever. You're gonna... You know they're getting rid of DVDs? Oh, crazy. Nobody cares. About that? Oh, I'm, su- I'm sure that it'll come back. VHSs are coming back. People are insane. What? Yeah, I know. It's weird. It's really weird. People miss like VHS box art, and I don't get it. So, All right. Weird. Those are my recommendations. Uh, find all of our crap at moviedummies.com. 
talk to us there. Tell us what's up. Agree or disagree. Tell me how much you liked Black Panther. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. I really, you know, I can be swayed. What? Mm-hmm. Me. I'm not. Go ahead. Oh, she thought I was going to forget. <laughs> she thought, you guys, she thought I was going to forget. He was, was going to. I was having trouble finding the right drop on the Whatever. soundboard. But I'll we would forget. We would never let him forget. No, this, your impression corner is kind of like 9-11. <laughs> Whatever. Never forget. We never forget. <laughs> no, it is time for Shannon's impression corner. Um, right, Shannon, I don't think do this dude was in either of our movies. Sorry, but I'm gonna try anyways. Oh wait, I gotta close my eyes. I gotta get Bye. there. All right. Never look into the eyes of those you kill. They will haunt you forever. I know. Okay. <laughs> I got this from. These are the worst accents in movies of all time. Oh. And oh. I would agree. Are, is your accent too good in this scenario? No, it's not. Bon is not beautiful. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna keep finding a Mexican one. accent. They strike, wrap around you, hold you tighter than your. Oh, true this love, is John Voight. And you get the privilege Anaconda. of hearing your bones break before the power of the yes, that was a causes very your bad veins accent. to explode. Oh my goodness, it's bad. Yeah, like, it's it's a very bad I, accent, right? Am I right? Yes, it was John Voight and Anaconda. It's, I don't Anaconda. remember it. Oh, well, maybe we should do what? Anaconda one day. It is bad. It is. <laughs> I remember snacks. it being bad. I mean, it's J-Lo and Ice Cube. Oh. Yep. It also it, has... I don't um, remember it being good. Who's uh, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson's in it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And John Voight, as you mentioned. But I don't remember his bad accent. He's doing very a Tony Montana type of... I, how? Like, oh, yuck. It's awful. Yeah, it's awful. No one laughed at me. Okay, I'm. I'm. I was. Oh, I, I was trying not to laugh. That's why I guessed it. You did good. <laughs> I did good at being awful. Yeah, there we go. Shannon's impression corner. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of. Shannon. Aww. I thought insert name here was really in the room. Yeah. Thanks, autopilot. I don't think so, though. You don't think so? No. As I was watching the best, no, the worst accent thing on YouTube, it had Robin Prince of Thieves. Oh yeah, yeah. As one. Yeah, I'm yeah. surprised. Oh, yeah. Because he doesn't really have an accent. He <laughs> <laughs> There's a joke in Robin Hood wasn't Men of Tights that Carrie like, always makes where he wasn't goes... Wasn't it something like he... Uh... Oh, go ahead, Joe. That's actually in that video. Right. Carrie always even says, I'm the only Robin Hood with an English accent. And he's... Yeah, he's unlike he's other Robin Hoods, I can speak with an English accent. Perfect. You know? Yeah, it was something like they they shot like a bunch of the film with Kevin Costner trying to do an English accent, and they spent hours with a dialect coach and stuff like that. And in the end, they just said, "Screw it, let's just yeah, something like that." I think the story I heard was when when he showed up to set, they were like, "No." They just gave up. Yeah, well, no, he had spent he had spent like a whole summer or something trying to. Get the English accent right. Someone hiring me to do an and accent. It was just garbage. Yeah. And realizing that I can't do it. I'll I'll sound he, like, like in the I'm movie, from the South or something. In the movie, it's precarious. Like he st- I think he tr- still tries to insert it in some places. So I don't know what the whole story is, but I do like that movie. Hmm. Okay. It is a really good movie. Alan Rickman is phenomenal. <sighs> Always. Yeah, that made me sad. I'm so sad about that. Hmm. Yeah. It's been two years Whoa. now. Still miss him. Someone's drinking. 
Oh, sorry. No. So let's get on to these yes, movie yes, yes. twins, guys. Let's I'm finish so up our month of movie twins with Volcano and Dante's Peak. So, as always, The Price is Right is in the house, guys. Let's guess the Rotten Tomatoes score. Who had a better Rotten Tomatoes score? Volcano. I'm going Dante. Tommy Lee Jones or Dante's Peak starring Pierce Brosnan, 007. I'm going Dante. Dante. One for Dante. Yeah, I'm going with Bond. Going Bond. I'm, I'm going to say, I think Dante should have the better score, but I'm saying Volcano did. All right. I'm saying Dante. Adam, you are the winner. Ding, 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 ding. Volcano. Yes. Volcano has the higher Rotten Tomato score. Now, I'm not going to tell you Adam, what that score is. Here? You guys are going to <laughs> bid. What is Volcano's Rotten Tomato score? <sighs> so it's higher. Mm. What'd you say? What? 32? 32. 32. Yeah. 32. Volcano or Dante? Volcano. Um, Volcano. I'm going to go 47. 47. I will say 33. 33? Nice move. That's a real dick move, man. <laughs> right? I <laughs> am a dick. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go, I was going to say 37. So. 37. Wow. So, Shannon, Angela, Matt... <laughs> Adam wins again. It has a 46. <laughs> Shannon was one uh, one above. What? Oh, oh my goodness. I'll never win these. What's Adam's got two <laughs> out of the... Adam, you're not allowed anymore. Yeah, well... We're kicking you out. <laughs> 46. Dante's Peak had a 25. In oh, retrospect, wow. how do you guys feel about that? Wow. I feel like that's I'm really, really rough. I, I believe there is an injustice here. Right. <laughs> films i think like, so Dante's too peak might be a 25 like let's just be sure. honest that might be a 25 but if if that's the case then volcano should be like a 23 right probably but you got to remember does. we're we're looking at this from 21 years in the future where in the future, right. in the future dante's peak i, I think holds when, up i remember when these came out volcano was a lot bigger deal when it came out because tommy lee jones and it was just heavily, I mean, it was pushed heavily, more than Dante's Peak was. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Um, I mean, I don't even remember, I don't remember ever hearing of this movie, of Volcano. Me? I've heard of Dante's oh, Peak. Oh, it was I huge. I don't ever huh. remember hearing of Volcano. And I it agree with Angela. huge. I so, heard the title Dante Peak, but... How huge were they, though? We're going to talk worldwide box office gross. Which one had the higher... Worldwide, oh, oh, vol- volcano. This would, volcano. yeah, it would definitely be volcano. Dante's Peak. I'm gonna say volcano. Shannon, you are the winner. Dante's Peak. Oh my god! Had a worldwide gross of 178. Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. And a budget. Okay, this is where there's some disparity here, of 116. So it was a huge flop if you think about it in terms of wow. domestic gross. Because I think it only grossed Marketing. about 60. 60 domestically. So they only really get all of the domestic gross once you start talk start talking about international yeah. and you have to start paying different studios, different things. So um, I'd say that was right. a huge flop. Now, we know that it, it grossed more at 178. What do you think the budget, or the I'm sorry, the worldwide gross of Volcano was as a number? It's less than 178. Uh, yeah, we got that, babe. Well, you guys always have a hard time every week. week. <laughs> One hundred and twenty-three. One twenty-three dollars. Million or just dollars? <laughs> just no, a million. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go one fourteen. Mm. 
Come on, guys. Take a guess. Uh, um, <laughs> Dead air is great for the podcast and all, but... I'm sorry, what? 123. 123. Uh, Matt already said 123. Nice try. Hey, 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 hey. 123 hey, 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 million. 123.1 million. Okay. <laughs> Angela, what do you got? $1. $1. And what'd you guess, Shannon? 114. Shannon wins again. Boom. It had a baby. budget or it had a gross of 122 off a budget of 90. So they're both actually pretty oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> it's upsetting when you miss it by one point, isn't it, Matthew? Yeah. Ugh. So both of these movies flopped at the box office pretty much, and that doesn't really shock me. Um, if you look at the overall quality, I don't know. I I'm have a favorite. Oh, I have a favorite too, but I have a favorite. If you're thinking of, you, you have to remember at the time in 1997, there was probably more exciting movies to go to. Oh yeah. For oh, sure. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure. Sarah Connor was in one. Wait, no, that was 90, like two. Yeah. Never mind. And <laughs> this is right in the middle of Pierce Brosnan's James Connor, Bond run. I really so. wanted Linda Hamilton to throw her hair up in a pony and go. throw on a tank top and grab a shotgun. I don't know what, what she was going to shoot at, but I wanted her to have it. 1997? 1997, yeah. Yeah, she went back to being the damsel in distress just fine. She was fine in the yeah. movie. She hasn't really done much since her. Yeah, she was fine. You know. She's it is between it is. Or at She's all. fine. Titanic came out this year. That's probably what com- stole all their money. Compete with Titanic. Yeah. Even though I would actually watch both of Nothing these movies before, before I ever Titanic. watch Titanic again. Dude, Men in Black also came out this year. Big movie. Tomorrow Never Dies. Oh, holy crap. Oh, this movie, these movie. movies didn't even have a chance. Yeah. So did um, Tommy Lee, though, because he was in Men in Black. Sure. So they both had way huger movies come out this year. Th- okay. I get it. Yep. I get what's happening here. Yep. So yep, yep. they probably filmed these movies sometime in like 1995 or whatever. <laughs> they just like <laughs> finally release them because they got movies that are huge. 1995. So let's just get into it. Directing. Did mm. either of these movies have like uh, any direction that was like, ooh, to you? No. 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 No, not at all. No. <sighs> no. I mean, not in the sense of like one is far superior than the other. I should say that. Not that one is a masterpiece, but there's definitely, I think, one done better than the other one. For sure. I think I think as time bore out, I think Dante's Peak overall has fared better because it didn't rely on any um, garbage special effects. They had they spent every dollar of their hundred and sixteen million. Roger they had all that model work. Yeah, you know it was all physically there on the screen, so it it looks good today. It looks just as good today as it Not did to in nineteen ninety seven. Pyrotechnics, correct? Right. They didn't rely on crappy green screen and CGI. Tommy Lee Jones running under a falling building. <sighs> so <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Dante's Peak. I think Dante's Peak had a lot better um, setting to shoot a movie. I mean, it's a lot yeah. easier to do set and a lot easier. I would, I would, I would imagine to cater to that out in the open spaces of the north and in lower Los Angeles, like Volcano. Mm. Yeah, you know they they shot. I don't know if they shot in a real town or if they just built that town in the middle of somewhere, but the, it existed and they were destroying the actual town. You know, right. during the earthquake right. and everything's falling over. You can't fake that, but everything starting on fire in it Volcano was, was fake. <laughs> oh, it right. bothered me. It was probably just like a, a makeshift town built in the middle of Canada or something. Sure. You know? That's typically in Canada? Stuff like that. 
Yeah, got something against us, eh? But it looked like they went and shot on a mountain, you know, for those helicopter scenes. Fell in Vancouver. I think it was actually England because Pierce Brosnan had the hookup for them, but, you know, what do I know? I don't know. I didn't do any research. I should have. The only research I did was into the science behind both of these movies. (laughs) There wasn't any. I'm going to get sick. There was none. <laughs> there was, I guess, no, more. No, actually, actually, as far as disaster movies go, Dante's Peak was actually, for the most part, scientifically accurate. There were some embellishments saying. for yes. the big screen. Dante's Peak was filmed in Wallace, Idaho. Okay. Oh, close oh, to, you, you know, so, an actual well, I think what Angela's talking about cares. as far as it being more scientifically accurate is the actual theory of a volcano erupting that's right been and the timeline she's not talking about them driving over lava in their truck yeah I, oh no 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 like i said <laughs> there were some there were some embellishments for cinematic purposes like the lava you know in that type of mountain the lava wouldn't be fast free flowing like that it it doesn't right it, it moves very very slow and and doesn't leave the vent very you know it doesn't go very far from the vent but that wouldn't be very exciting in a movie and while lakes around a volcano can be very acidic, it would take days oh, yeah. to eat through a boat like that. Right. Exactly. So, you know, it's they embellish some things to make it more exciting for a movie. But for the most part, it How long would it take is. to eat through a grandma? <laughs> <laughs> Sulfuric acid? I think that's, that's probably accurate. Bad state. <laughs> It's actually very inadvisable. Like around Yellowstone and and, uh, Mount Rainier and all that, all those places, there are very acidic lakes that they advise you do not swim in. Right, you're gonna, it's gonna hurt. I actually did the same thing you did, Angela, because I was curious how this compared to Mount St. Helen (laughs) and the timeline where Dante's Peak was more realistic scientifically with the timeline, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Of the events and how it would happen, and the fact that it's a dormant actual volcano um, and not some fault in the middle of LA that just shoots up a volcano. But yeah, whatever. well, they were worried about, you know, super volcanoes back then. I, I remember the talk being, and it's been since, that Yellowstone's going to blow up. Well, Yellowstone right. is a caldera that used to be a volcano. Sure. But the talk was, and so the movies are. Do you understand? Gotcha. Yeah, I know right. a little bit of science. Jeez. And I and I read somewhere that they set Volcano in Los Angeles specifically so that they could tackle what would happen in a large metropolitan area. Sure. Why uh, not L.A.? Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not L.A.? They got the San Andreas Fault there, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. The La Brea Tar Pits. That's got to mean something. It does. <laughs> oh, mean... my gosh. And what is with nobody in this movie knowing what lava is? I know. That does not oh, make any sense to me. Whatever this me. is, what is you this? are a moron. It's because they just would never expect to see it. The only person in this movie who knows what lava is. Hey, you guys have seen, like, Jimmy Kimmel on the shows where they, like, pull yeah, people on the street and retrust, true. right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and they ask them to say, like... Make a good point. Well, to be fair, Adam, they, they only show the ones that are really stupid. I mean, the people who answer the questions but correctly still, don't make it on TV. among us in droves. Sure. <laughs> right, but they're, the newscasters, like... The La, I'm at the La Brea tar pits, and all of a sudden the tar the tar is bubbling and flowing out. Well, he eventually does say it, He goes, "It looks like lava, but it can't be." He says something like that. So, 
Oh, does he? Yeah. I must have missed that. I, I must have been like, what is wrong with this person? <laughs> His brain damage is damaging to me. <laughs> right? It's George... As George Carlin would say, imagine the average person, how stupid they are, and then think that uh, half the people are dumber than that person. <laughs> yes. That's that's awesome. Oh, that's oh, great. So direction is nothing too snazzy. What about the writing? Oh, writing. I enjoyed uh, the story um, of... Sorry. Ahead, finish talking. Oh, I enjoyed the story of Dante's Peak. Even though the beginning wasn't really realistic to me, the progress through the movie worked and made sense. Where Volcano was, like, unbelievable. (laughs) And I just, I couldn't fathom how everything that was happening it just kept getting worse like it like the writing was like oh my gosh what do we do now oh let's flip a bus over now what do we do okay let's get some cement things in i'm like let's just sit in a room and throw ideas until something makes sense is kind of where i felt this took a dump and called it a script yeah so that's kind of how i felt writing with dante's peak won this category overall so, as someone who's FEMA certified for disaster management planning, mm-hmm. I would say that in the movie Volcano, that guy who works for the Office of Emergency Management would not try to save the city of Los Angeles. He would pack everyone all up in buses and they would leave. They would evacuate. Right. right. So. I'm uh, I, I'm with Shannon on this one. Dante's Peak, the story was, was interesting. You know, Pierce Brosnan, Linda Hamilton, the kids, Ruth. Ruth needed to be slapped right in the friggin' face, but aside from that, Volcano, I was immediately (laughs) upset. No moaner there. Immediately. Um, The first scene with Tommy Lee Jones, he knocks a scalding hot pan of eggs on the floor and has his dog lick it. Eat them well, from first he picks, the scalding hot pan. So apparently, first he dog, picks it up with his hand, his bare hand. He's like, "Oh, oh gosh, it's he's hot. a doctor, oh, guys." Shit, sure. Yeah, that's you're in charge of something. It's a guy with his PhD, and then he, and then he makes the dog go near it. It's like, is your dog burn proof? What? Why? Uh, I don't know. Why are you putting your dog in harm's way? But I was then, very upset calls out right from the, the beginning. Then he calls out and goes, "Cornflakes are ready." Yeah. <laughs> After she already and said, I don't want any breakfast. Too, by the way, his daughter, his daughter. Well, I thought he, he had more. Uh, I slaved over these cornflakes. They're ready. They're I think that volcano starts well, off she had shoddy. Already said no to the eggs. She was like, I don't eat food in the morning. Yeah, right. but well, you know, drops the eggs and proceeds to make her cornflakes. I want to know why a seventy-four-year-old man has a daughter that young, but that's that's a different question. Right, seventy four. I was. I was. He always looks like he's in his early seventies. That dude's just—he's looked old since he was old. Young. What is high school? I I was excited to see Gabby Hoffman though, because she's. uh, She was in a movie that I loved when I was a kid called Now and Later or Now and Then. That's what it was. Now and Then. Oh, I remember that movie. Oh, it's her. So, did you guys like the shoehorn race relations message in the middle of Volcano? Twice there was a race relations message. Oh, oh, yeah. oh the yeah. guy and Rod, he made yeah, a Rodney yeah, King yeah. joke and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Mark. No, he, he made a OJ joke. That it was, was Mark Furman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No thanks. Um, I guess the only problem I had with Dante's Peak really was them 
making her the mayor and the owner of the coffee shop. <laughs> yeah, that know. was dumb. I guess it makes sense it's that small what? of a town, but, like, I don't know. I so, guess. Yeah, you Did should it? have uh, lived in Smith's Creek. The mayor was also was, the, the right. sewage <laughs> management. I was going to say in Brown City. In Brown City, I was say, didn't they own the pink elephant or something? Right. So, so didn't both Brown Tommy Lee City. Jones and Pierce Brosnan start off on vacation, and they got called back in from their vacation? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. That is exactly huh. what happened. Yeah. Oh my gosh! There's like a connection. It's like another connection. Oh my! And that connection is oh, going to take us right um, to cinematography. Okay. Oh my gosh! Okay. Um, I have a problem with one of these. Duh. Anyone have a problem? <laughs> Did anyone notice what I noticed? Well, I don't know. You have to tell us first. In Dante's what Pink, did you notice? There was a ton of slanted shots. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because the ground is shaking. And no, no, no. Collapsing. Like literally, they had it diagonal. Mm-hmm. Multiple times. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? I I don't care. I can see it if you hold it straight. But that's <laughs> supposed to make you feel what? Just like uneasy. Uh, nope. Right. No moaner. There, that there's danger near. Nope. <laughs> they did, and that, they did it during stupid times, like during the festival. Why slant the camera then? I didn't feel threatened by a volcano during that moment. I don't know. Well, during the festival, no, that's have. when the couple. That's when the couple died in the hot springs. Vents. Mm-hmm. Oh, oops. So thanks I for having me. I think I'm going to draw some ire for this comment, but I think the uh, special effects in Volcano were actually all right for their time. Like, they weren't that bad. Yeah, they probably were good in 1997, but they don't carry over till today. They don't hold up. No, no, no. no. they don't hold up. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The practical effects in, in Dante's Peak, definitely, they hold up today, you know, because yeah. they're practical effects. they you can't get that close Check to lava. Check out on fire, you know? <laughs> Period. It bothered me. Like, you can't... Like, it's 1,500 degrees. Uh, yeah, you it have light on fire. Explode everything it touches. It's ridiculous. You like, don't like them driving over it? No! Yeah, it was a problem oh for me, too. Gosh. I was like, you idiot! Go around! Drive down the mountain! But it was it was ridiculous in both movies. Yes. Like in both movies. In Volcano where Tommy Lee Jones and uh the other guy go down Oh yeah, yeah in yeah. the tunnel in the beginning and it's so hot that their radios melt, right? But they're just wearing jeans. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. It takes like five hundred degrees to melt plastic. How in the world are they not burned? Go ahead, Adam. In the summertime, start over, buddy. Was to breathe in an attic in the summertime? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like they couldn't even breathe down there. There's no way. Well, they had masks on to be fair, but that's that's neither here nor there. Uh, They yeah. No, no. The heat is just too unbearable. You wouldn't be able to stay. Like you might be able to survive it, but. The worst part of the worst part of all that for Volcano is when the guy uh, is like carrying the other guy out of the oh my god train oh, car. Yeah. <laughs> the bottom of his shoes melt to the inside of the car, and then he's like, "I'll just throw this guy while I'm half melted to right. death." <laughs> right, like you could. Wouldn't your body just right. like collapse immediately, seize up, and yep. not be able to function anymore? Yeah, I, I don't know. I could do it a couple times, probably. 
I don't know. He was the Zodiac killer. Are you the best so. people thrower in lava? <laughs> See, I always think of him from Gothica. He was a really bad dude in Gothica. Yeah. I don't think about that movie at all. Or how about the scene where uh. her friend geologist? I think about good movies like Zodiac. Dies but through the crack and she doesn't so cry. Bad in that movie. Right, right. But the he movie was... sucked, so I don't ever think of it. So I think of good movies like Zodiac. <laughs> Oh, come on, Seven, man. Are we really going to talk about this again? No, you just brought it up. Stop being stupid. What's in the box? Anyway, editing. (laughs) What's in the box? I don't think there's much to talk about with editing. I think they're both just standard. Just not bad, yeah. Yeah, they're standard. So skip on over that. uh, Did anybody notice any weird cuts that were, like, stupid? You know, there was one part. I don't know if it was intentional in Dante's Peak. They had uh, the billowing smoke and then you could see linda hamilton's face i don't know if they were trying to show like she's looking through a window but oh maybe it, mm. yeah it didn't like you couldn't see a window so i was like wait what the hell just happened <laughs> the weird gapper cat. i can't think of anything adam I mean, you the got action anything? the action scenes oh. in volcano were really choppy bugged me um the 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 really bad part was uh what drove me nuts um at the end of volcano where he's running for his daughter oh yeah yeah right (laughs) and she's like a quarter mile away and she can see who it is but the whole shot there the the distance between that and the distance between him and like the daughter when the building is falling he's like he covered like two city blocks and like (laughs) God, yeah. they made it last forever. Was- too, it reminded me of the Monty Python, where the guy's like right. running at the camera, but he <laughs> turns out to be farther away, and then he's like, "I'm here!" Right? They right. just rejog that, that scene back over and over again. Bugged me the most as far as shots go. I mean, that drove me nuts. That whole one, I was like, "Come on, really?" But anyway, I think Volcano did that a lot too. They like, like, did an action sequence where they would draw out. The person trying to get away just so it'd be like, oh my god, it's so dangerous. This right. person's literally going to die if they don't make it out. It's kind of like now. when he was <laughs> driving around when the volcano first came up through the tar pits, and it looks like he's driving around yeah, in he, circles. he made laps. And I was like, okay, just, are you supposed to be watching this? Just get away and go find help, you know? I was confused. Yeah. I didn't like that. That had, I agree with Angela, there was a lot of <sighs> choppy cuts. Throughout Volcano. Yeah, Dante's yeah. Peak seems smoother. Yeah, it was probably edited slightly. Well, their footage was probably covered better, that's all. So. And when you're not relying on, you know, they probably didn't shoot enough, and they're just like, well, the special effects people will take care of that later. And then when they finally saw it, they're right. like, ah, the special effects people can't do that yet. It's not 2018. <laughs> Meanwhile, they got everything in the camera in Dante's Peak, and I don't know if there's much CGI at all in the movie. True. So, yeah. It probably makes things easier, but you know they they had twenty more million dollars, almost thirty more mm-hmm. million dollars in the budget. So it is what it is. So we're on to acting. We're skipping on to acting. I think Volcano has a stronger cast. Yeah. I mean, it is character actor paradise. You got Don Cheadle, that dude yeah. from the Zodiac, and I guess Gothica. <laughs> Keith David. I guess Anne Hache is in there. John Corbett. Keith David. John Corbett. Mr. Don Big. Cheadle. Jacqueline Kim. Mm-hmm. She was the doctor. Yes. Gabby Hoffman. Yeah. I mean, lots of good character actors in the movie. Mm-hmm. Dante's Peak had Pierce Brosnan and Linda Hamilton. Charles Holligan. 
Grant Heslow, Elizabeth Hoffman, Jeremy Foley. Yeah, so it had uh, Pierce Brosnan and I Linda feel like Dante's. <laughs> I feel like Dante's Peak had a lot of 90s bit players. Yeah, it had that the True Lies, who was great. The name of, but you've seen them in everything. Like, I felt like the whole time I was watching Dante's Peak, I was like, oh, it's that guy. I know that guy. Oh, it's that chick. I can't remember where she's from. That but one other it's like movie. The who's who of famous. Um, Nobody's. Uh, oh, it's the Middle nobody's. Eastern guy from True Lies. Yeah, exactly. That's the only yeah, person I really recognized. Yeah. I don't know. There was a chick at the. Uh, Oh, a woman. There was a woman at the festival that I was like, oh, I love that woman in something. Oh, yeah. that The blonde lady with the glasses. Yeah. She's yeah. always in. She's a bit player in a lot of stuff. Yeah. But, you know, I think it hung mostly on Pierce Brosnan and Linda Hamilton. And was their relationship too forced or was it just me? Yeah. yeah. It was it was really odd. Like when he started talking like planning a vacay with the family yeah after knowing these people a day and a half that was really awkward for me well, I, didn't like who I felt like their tragedy. chemistry was non-existent too like it was almost like watching brother and sister yeah right meanwhile i thought like, Anne and Haitian, tommy lee jones had better chemistry that they're gonna oh gross but they didn't really have any romance you know what i'm saying romance I can't. I can't imagine Tommy Lee Jones as any kind of having any <laughs> right, kind of chemistry. Right, but them as actors, <laughs> they had. I'm not talking about romantic chemistry. I'm just talking about on screen chemistry. I don't think Pierce Brosnan yeah, and yeah. Hamilton well, had was, any. <laughs> wasn't he Bridges over Madison County? <laughs> no, no. It was Clint Eastwood, wasn't it? Yep. Oh, maybe was. Yeah. Is that other old walking corpse dude? <laughs> <laughs> old walking corpse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Dante's Peak was really just the story of him and her and the kids. Yeah, you didn't a, really need more and a people. forced romance. Where Volcano I'm not so sure was the story oh, ahead, of this Jen. town. So Well, there was no romance in Volcano. I, no. But no. like to me what I'm saying though is the romance is part of Dante's Peak. I didn't think it was very good. I don't think there was romance. No, it wasn't very good. Yes, there was. Immediately, they're like almost kissing each other in her house, remember? And she's like, you have to go the next day. Don't you remember this? Right. Yeah. And they're like acting like two <laughs> teenagers, just like, oh, I'm That's just going to rub my forehead. Exactly. Jill, yeah. really? That's how teenagers act? Remember? And she's like, I haven't done this in a very long this time. This is why they don't have chemistry. Never mind. And then the kid came out yeah. wanting a glass of water. Right. And then so, the water was brown and smelled bad. And I would have yelled, get it yourself. Like, Well, then they would have drank sulfur water and died. <laughs> See, it's a good thing she went to get a glass of water. Hmm? Well, you don't think the kid would have noticed? Pretty sure you'd spit that out immediately the second it hit your tongue. I don't so. really I stupid. So. If you could talk. Anywho. I almost drink drink kerosene once. <laughs> Does Pierce Brosnan have good chemistry with anyone? Yeah, I think he's a charming dude. It's Is he married? Hmm. Uh, yeah, he was really good in I this movie know. called, uh, gosh, what is it? James Bond? No, he, he's okay in those movies. <laughs> What's the movie he's in with Rene Russo, where it's a remake and he's an art thief? The Thomas Crown Affair, that was really good. The Thomas Crown Affair, he is really good in that, and they have good chemistry. Huh. Yes. I wonder okay. if he would still I think like they your... spent the... Oh. Okay, first Matt, <laughs> then you, Shannon. Go ahead, Matt. 
<laughs> I think they spent the extra thirty million dollars on his hair, though. So he's like, uh, I think that's just how he looks, bro. You just gotta, you gotta get over that. He's just a dashing, good-looking dude. And I was gonna say, do you think he's gonna like Renee Zellweger after she had all that work done? Because she looks like a different person. Why, why is Renee Zellweger? Who was the actress? Renee, Renee Russo. Russo. Oh, a different person. My bad. <laughs> the they, all look, about? they all look alike. <laughs> They all look alike. You know, the only the only thing I've ever seen Pierce Brosnan in before this was Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, sure. Good movie. And you've seen The World's End. And it, nope. What? You never saw the end of the Cornetto oh, trilogy? Inconceivable! What? I'm sorry. You never saw the final film of the Cornetto trilogy? I don't even know what that means. Use James Bond before this movie. I, I never watched it. Yeah, I've yeah, never I seen a single James Bond movie. Not a single you one. So I was going to say, he was really good in the uh, GoldenEye 64 video game. <laughs> yeah, I've seen him in that. I've seen him in that. Yeah, he was, he was, his his Bond movies are among the worst that they ever made. But He's got his own website. GoldenEye's decent. Um, if you anyways, Angela, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Edgar Wright made a trilogy of movies called Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, yeah, yeah. and The World's End. Uh-huh. He's in the I've last one. I've seen the first two. There you go. You need to watch that last one. The World's End. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's one of the... Yeah, it might be the best one. I don't know. I really liked it. So... Does it still star Simon Pegg Simon and... Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Nick Frost? Yep. yep. Okay. The World's End. It looks like Mamma Mia 2 just finished filming. Pierce yeah, Brosnan's I've in I've seen that. ads for that. Anywho... Any He's, in, he's a good actor. He was in The Foreigner with Jackie Chan, and he is the foil in that movie, and he's well, very good. What was, his, uh, what was his TV series forever? Ooh, Remington Steel. Uh, what? Joe? Remington Steel. TV series for Remington Steel, yeah. Yep. In fact, he couldn't be James Bond during the Timothy Dalton Bond years because the Remington Steel wouldn't let him out of his contract. Was he in It? Yes, maybe. Wow. It says he was. The he old one? 2016? Hmm. I don't know. No, I don't know. Anywho, uh, yeah, he was he was supposed to be in The Living Daylights and the other one that Timothy Dalton did, but he wouldn't get they wouldn't let him out of his Remington Steel contract, so he had to wait till Goldeneye all the way in 1994, hmm. which is like a six year gap. You you know what really made me sad about these movies is hmm. when I thought about it. 1997 was 21 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Right. Really How sad. old are we? We're These movies can go get a drink. <sighs> Man, he was in Mars Attacks. We yep, he was in Mars movie. Attacks. Yeah, we've done that movie on this podcast. Oh yeah, I remember that. Okay, he had no chemistry in that movie either. Yeah, but it was Sarah Jessica Parker. You can only have so much chemistry with a horse. Uh, that's the lawnmower true. Man. That sounds. Really oh yeah, bad. he's in the Lawnmower Man. So let's finish movie? this out with some sound. Oh. Hmm. Sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, unremarkable, either one. I think Volcano was actually kind of bad. The, I think the, the ADR mix in Volcano terrible. was really bad. Yeah. Yep. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, I did think of something in Volcano. What was it? It was like Anne Heche, mm-hmm. like screamed Hush. something, but it just came out like. You You just no. needed to stop at Anne Heche. I would have agreed with you. <laughs> There was one specific moment. It was like, or maybe it was Gabby Hoffman. I can't remember, but they're clearly screaming right at the top of their lungs. But it's just like, no, don't do ah. that. 
Oh man! Yeah, it's. I think I know what you're talking about. Absolutely ridiculous. I think that volcanoes movie movie sound in the movie was kind of (laughs) muffled because of all the sound of the volcano hissing (laughs) and spewing. It was the sound of uh, bouncing off of Tommy Lee Jones's wrinkles. Like, I don't know if you notice Tommy Lee Jones, like when he's in loud, like when the sound's loud, he gets it like a yeah, right. His voice gets really like oh yeah, high pitched, weird. Yes, <laughs> I didn't really notice much sound in Volcano, but in Dante's Peak, they always played like that thrilling music, like when something was going to happen. I was like, oh, I wonder if something's going to happen, and it did. <laughs> so I was like, oh. But it was probably only in Dante's Peak that I was, because I've never seen either of these movies, that I was actually, like, glued to my seat, like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? Like, I never assumed what was going to happen. He was going to drive into the mine. But, I don't know, the sound worked really well through Dante's Peak. With Volcano, I didn't notice it at all. Okay. Oh. Okay. That does bring up. What? That does remind me of something. Pierce Brosnan should have died. Yeah. <laughs> that was First incredibly time? unrealistic. In the truck, yeah. But oh, he's, yeah. He's, he's in the trunk. He turns on the thing. It cuts to the ranger station or whatever. A couple days later. And he's like, right, he's like, how long has that been blinking? I don't know, a day or two. Dude, stuck in a trunk with no water, no nothing. They didn't just go in and get him. It was all crumpled. It would take days to dig him out. The, the best hours. Hydrated. Hours at best. He's going he's gonna to have septicemia from this compound fracture. <laughs> he's going to be severely dehydrated and covered right. in his own feces and urine. Um, but it's a movie, yep. so. He would have died. Yeah, it's a, it's a movie. It would have been better just to kind of show that they got him and then just cut to the hospital. You yeah, know? Who cares? It, we're talking about sound, guys. Did, oh, did the score blow sorry. anybody's dress up at all? I mean, Ooh. I didn't think either score was really no. memorable. No. <clears throat> they both did what most scores in movies do. Tell I've you combined the, the word and remarkable and memorable mm-hmm. in case you were listening. Whatever. No moaner mm-hmm. here. Yeah, Not a word. <laughs> I thought the ADR mix in uh, at the beginning of Dante's Peak was really bad when he's like crying about what's her name, <laughs> Gabriella or whatever Laura. the hell her name was. <laughs> but wow. The rest of the movie was pretty good. Even the grandma yeah. dying in the acid. <laughs> she didn't die in the acid. She died later. She died because of the acid. How about that? Right. That's not true. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't. So it's probably going to be no shock to anybody how we're going to come out at the end. But before I get too far into it, you, you guys mentioned Anne Heche, and uh, nobody really likes Anne Heche here, do they? No. I kind of think she's okay. Do you have the song? No. There's a song. Anne Heche's bottle. Oh. No, I don't. <laughs> Back a couple years ago, probably now, um, I, let me look at this. I don't know. It's Doug Loves Movies is a podcast that I, I really enjoy listening to. Doug Benson is a stand-up comedian, and he hosts a weekly podcast where people come on and they play games. It's like a game show, and it's all movie-based. Uh, a couple years ago, he had Anne Heche and this guy named Onar, Onar Turkle, I think his name is. Onar? He's a, like, he's a director, and Sandra O oh was up, was there as well. And Onar? Anne Heche oh. and Onar Turkle lose their freaking minds. <laughs> it's insane. They, like, go absolutely crazy. 
and then leave because Doug kicks them off the stage. What? And Sandra Oh stays oh and she plays gosh. she plays the games with two audience members. And it's Doug Loves Movies number 1007. So if you're interested at all, go back and listen to that. 1007. It, it's, they lose their minds? Yes. If you just want to hear two people like the, do you know who I am? Uh, just, oh my gosh, it's... Yeah. Who are you who are you and what do you do? And that is the second time owner Turkle has been on and the second time he was kicked off. He was kicked off previously. Yeah. That's who weird. is this owner Turkle? He's a director. <laughs> He's done a couple movies and Doug, you know, oh. had him on and then kicked him off because he wouldn't shut his freaking mouth during a game show. <laughs> and then him and Anne Hayes come on do the same thing and so he kicked them both off and it's pretty great. Nice. So, okay. Yeah, I, I would recommend well, you already. go find that. Doug loves movies number 1007. So awesome. So we've covered all the bases here with Dante speaking volcano. Yep. Where's where's the verdict lie? Who liked which movie better? Start with Shannon. I like Dante's peak Dante over. Peak. Okay. Adam. I'm Shannon. Adam, which one are you gonna pick, bud? <laughs> Dante Dante's peak. <laughs> I should have picked a different movie. Angela. Dante's Dante speak. <laughs> Matt? Goldeneye. Oh, oh man. Got me. Man, Goldeneye's pretty good with that tank chase going through Russia. Anyways, Matt, you like Dante Speak better? What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Volcano was pretty atrocious. Dante's Peak, like, I could see myself watching it again, possibly. But Volcano, I would not care if I never thought about it never. ever. Again, so. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Ever. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you guys, Dante's Peak. So let's give him all a rating. Uh, Volcano gets a zero, just because that's okay. how we've been doing this. It's got a default zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you rate Dante Speak, Shannon? Adam, what do you rate? Shannon. Adam. <laughs> right, What are Adam? we doing? <laughs> okay, Adam. <laughs> Fine. Stop bullying me. Huh? Is Adam there? So what? is Shannon going or am I? You are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, you, 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 you son I'm of a gonna, bitch. I'm going to give Dante's peak a 5.5. 5.5. Wow, he's generous. We'll just skip over Shannon and go right to Angela. Wow, thanks. Oh, man. You know, I actually enjoyed Dante's peak. I I had a lot of fun watching it. I liked it better than I thought I was going to. I'd never seen either of these movies before. But... I don't know that I'll ever watch it again. <laughs> hmm. So I think I'm going to have to give it like a three. Okay. But not for like lack of trying or something. A three. You're cutting some points because there's no rewatchability in it for you? Yeah, I think so. A three. Okay. Matthew? Yes? What would you rate Dante's Pizza? Uh I will give it a... Ooh. Three point three three. Okay. Three point three three. Repeating. You're gonna give it a three point three three as well? No no no. I'm just saying three point three repeats and mm. repeats and repeats. Oh. And gotcha. repeats. And repeats. With the R over the line and the Okay. <laughs> Shannon, what would you rate it? I think uh Dante's Peak is close to one of my Hallmark movies I watch. So <laughs> I'm gonna rate it a five point two. 5.2. Um, I'm going to say it's a 5. It doesn't do anything super great. doesn't do anything really wrong. I do think the special effects are are really good. But they're marred heavily by 
the odd story and some of the logical leaps you got to take. See? Yeah. I don't know. I think melting truck tires could go a long way. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the instant death both those characters would receive if they tried to drive over the lava. <laughs> Dude, I want to jump out into a sulfuric lake. The exploding fuel lines, gas tank, all that stuff. But we're just not going to talk about that. It's only the tires that were affected. Yep. <laughs> Oh, man. The thing I thought about, too, at the very beginning is if this movie was made in 2018, at the very beginning when his girlfriend gets a rock on her head. In, a rock. In, yeah, remember, the, it goes through the, it goes, it pierces through the truck, but it doesn't affect, like, it, it right. just bonks her on the head. In today's movies, like, he would have grabbed right. her and turned her face and her face would have been missing. Yeah. It would have been gory as balls, and that would have been cool to see. It would have been cool. <laughs> I don't know Sorry. if that's the right word. I would have preferred. I don't know it if it would have added to the story, though. Exactly, it would have fed his reaction a little better than her little bonk on the head. I mean, what what happened to her looked totally survivable. She just had a little blood coming down. Yeah, just a little something. Well, I mean, she probably should have survived. He shouldn't shouldn't have survived. They just mixed and matched. But you know, when in Saving Private Ryan, when he turns over that radio operator and his face is missing, you realize Never that dude's it. dead. <laughs> You didn't see it, but the rest of the world did. So, so there we go, guys. I actually preferred... didn't see it either. Oh, you liar! <laughs> <laughs> Never gonna. We prefer Dante's Peak. Never gonna and that's it for movie twins. Down. I think most of these movies are pretty bad. It would, if you think about all eight mm-hmm. movies we've watched, would you watch any of them again? Um, nope. Armageddon, maybe. Oh yeah, who doesn't watch Armageddon? I don't know. I haven't seen it in like yeah. fifteen years watch it again i used to watch it all the time in my teens <laughs> harry i love you oh my I would gosh watch. you guys used to sob at I'd that. i remember this now wow i still oh i still God. cry the, really really hard every time i watch it this is a true story when i went to see it in theaters someone i went with was like uh audibly like sobbing loudly and i won't name names but damn it was me <laughs> oh wow <laughs> No, I don't think I was audibly it, sobbing, but I was definitely crying seeing it in the theater. And yes, you were there, Matt. Yeah, but I saw it with somebody else. And uh, like it got real quiet, and they were like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I manned up, Ugh. and I kept I kept my tears silent. Oh, but they were flowing. Yeah. Kept my tears. Even during the clunky, I, I just want to shake the hand of the bravest girl of the guy who I knew once on a thing that was awesome, and then he saved the world with his thing, and you were his daughter. Oh, and when she gave Billy Bob the, or when he gave Billy Bob the patch, Harry wanted you to have the. <laughs> yeah, oh that's pretty yeah. Good. Gosh, I don't have a heart. I don't think I'm heartless. <sighs> All right, Chandler. Uh, <laughs> so next, <laughs> wrong with you guys? Next, the movie dummies sad. are going to tackle something deer. that we're kind. We've kind of been tackling while doing these uh, movie twins. Is we're going to look at some movies we haven't seen in a very long time. Um, and my rubric Ooh. was 20 plus years. So if you haven't seen a movie in what? 20, in 20 years, that's like, that, that, mean, oh, wait. that means it's gotta be made before <laughs> 1998, right? Which I probably haven't seen either of these movies since then. Um, so if, if it's newer than 98, you're gonna have to find a new one. But, uh, Matt picked a great one that I think has the, uh, the ability to go either way. And I have probably have not seen it since it was like, I don't know, middle school. So 
Yeah. So that's the one we're going to do next. It's called Lost Boys. I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, you probably haven't. It's got Keith for Sutherland. I have not seen it. Corey Feldman and probably some other people, but I do remember they were in it. And it's about vampires and stuff, so. Ooh. Yeah. Vampires. Vampires. So that's where we're going to start. We're going to start off with our, is it still good? Or how how are we going to label this here series, guys? Um, Does it hold up? Does it hold up? Does it hold up? Yep. The criterion were, you remember liking it? Haven't seen it in a long time. Does it hold up? Angel, I have a good one for us. If I can find the right one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Shannon was looking at trying to find the secret garden. Oh. See? See? I have not secret seen that movie since I was a little, garden. little, little kid. I don't remember it. Like, I don't remember anything about it. What? You, I remember. I remember and our other sister used to watch it on repeat. single thing about it. I remember loving it. Exactly. I have no idea what it's about. It's about a secret garden. I assume dummy. it's about a garden. <laughs> There's a secret garden that I love, and I'm looking for the certain one. It's more about flora and fauna and plant life, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when movie titles are really like they really get you. Like when I watched Monty Python and the Search for the Holy Grail, and it was about Elvis. It was really weird. <laughs> huh? is confused. She didn't get my joke. So there we go, guys. Uh, remember, hit us up on uh, moviedummies.com, rate and review us on iTunes and all that jazz. It helps people find the podcast. Share us with your friends, all that good stuff. Um, interact with us on the show. We want to hear yeah. what you guys have to say. And if you email in, we'll read it here on the show and it'll all be fun. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So until next time, I'm Joe. Hi. Hmm. Shannon. Jeez, <laughs> Pete. Hi, Angela. Uh, I'm Shannon. Not Matt. Hey, there he is. Whew. I tried to talk over Adam because he talked over me, and okay. I guess it didn't work. So get your accent back Whoop. out and say our catchphrase. Get my accent back out. Is that the accent you want? <laughs> Which accent would you like? You have to do the bad John Voight accent. Oh, it, you the big snake. I, I don't know what the accent was. It was very, very... <laughs> I'll just use whatever accent I can Tony Montana. Tony Montana. There you go. You got this big snake? You like got that. this big snake? Yep, that's and great. Michael You're doing Bay an accent. Michael Bay. Yay. What is our catchphrase? <laughs> Every week we go through this. <laughs> that's what's so great. Because <laughs> you don't remember it? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's three words. Yay. Yep. Go Michael, Michael Bay. Bay. Go, go Michael Bay. No, it's Edie Michael Bay. Now she's got her hands in like a stereotypical Italian sort of thing. Yay, nice. Michael Bay. Is that better? Booba bleep blue. Okay. Hey, hello, <laughs> My mother uh, makes a great manicotti. Bye bye. Bye bye, manicotti. Adios. Thanks for listening to these idiots. I cannot wait until the seas finally take over. Until then, rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, and visit us at moviedummies.com for more content. <laughs>